Welcome back to J. Marie Speaks. I am your host, J. Marie. We will now discuss Mending the Brokenness, Seven Steps to Healing. Step 6, Empowerment. There are levels to healing and one must understand that it is a continuous process. According to the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, empowerment is defined as one, the act or action of empowering someone or something, the granting of power, the granting of the power, right or authority to perform various acts or duties, and two, the state of being empowered to do something, the power, right or authority to do something. That's how it's defined in the Webster's Dictionary. Empowerment makes me excited. It has been a journey to get to where I am today. My faith walk doesn't look like the next person, and I'm happy. I finally realized that I was born to stand out, not to fit in. Every time I tried to fit in, I was miserable. If nothing else, God has trained me to understand that I am enough, and he qualified me. If nobody celebrates me in life, God does every day by giving me another chance at life. Before we get started, I have to say thank you, Jesus, first of all, for my salvation, and thank you, God, for his grace and mercy. Let's begin, shall we? Many have heard of the word empowerment without understanding the meaning. If you learn the meaning of this word and apply it to your life, your mindset will help to change your current circumstance or situation. I don't care who you are. I don't care what situation you're in. You could be living in a cardboard box. If you set your mind to it and say, I'm going to do everything I can to change my situation, whereas I'm no longer living in this cardboard box, you can do it. You can do it. I challenge you to live out loud and unapologetically you. Scars and all. I want you to remember and say it with me, you are enough. I'll give you one more time, give you one more moment. All right, say it with me. I am enough. One more time. I am enough. For a third time, say it with conviction. I am enough. You can't give up now. God didn't bring you this far to leave you stuck. Yes, you may feel alone, but trust me, you are not. God wants you to hear his voice. Elevation sometimes requires separation and everyone can't go with you. You got to learn to let people go. That doesn't mean they're never going to be a part of your life again. But until, until you can show up for you, you can't show up for someone else. As I stated in the previous pot, in the previous um, episodes, you can't pour into someone if you are not being filled back up. You can only give from your overflow. And I need y'all to understand that. Just imagine yourself. We're going to take a, a brief moment. Close your eyes. And we're going to use our imagination. We're going to imagine that you are a pitcher of water in your kitchen. 
or your cardboard box or whatever the case may be but whatever you're drinking out of you are a full container and now you have about five cups and you're looking at your container and you're thinking to yourself if I pour all of what's in my pitcher or my container into those five cups there may not be anything left for me but oh well because I'm so nice and I haven't set boundaries let me go ahead and pour into all of these cups and then you're left holding the bag and you're like woe is me I don't understand I've got something for you stop expecting you out of other people I, I made that same mistake I was expecting me out of other people without realizing that sometimes that's all somebody's got you may have a full picture that you could pour out to everybody else and their picture may only be a quart and they've given all that they can give from that quart that's it they have nothing else and with no one else pouring into them to fill them up that's all they got to give and what I mean by that is if no one's teaching them how to heal, if no one's telling them I'm proud of you, if no one's building them up, they're going to continue to stay right there at that court. But they also got to be willing to allow people to help them too. If you are a full pitcher, stay full. You don't pour from anything but your overflow. As long as you know that something is pouring into you, whether it's spiritually, mentally, emotionally, however the case may be, and it's filling you up, then you can you can share it. But if there's nothing left for you after you share you or share whatever it is, and there's nothing else to restore what was poured out, then you'll be left empty. And you'll be left depressed. Depression is set in. Bad thoughts, suicidal thoughts, all kinds of things. That's even like I'll I'll give you an example. I'll tell you your body. Your body is a whole temple, but we give it away these days so freely. And every time you give your body away, because whether you want to believe it or not, there is a spiritual connection. There's energy being exchanged when you're having sex with people. So whatever issues they have, when they're thrusting themselves inside of you, or you pumping or whatever you're doing, you're taking on whatever demons that individual has. Y'all think about that because you're transferring energy. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you felt differently after being with someone I have I, I've touched people on their hands and stuff and felt bad energy or can walk into a room and I could feel something different and I could tell you I'm not gonna I, I, I don't want none of that I have an uh, I call it an abdominal meter I call it an abdominal meter that I have on negativity for a day and there's only so much negativity that I'm gonna deal with in a day before I shut everything off I know that 
people go through stuff they may need someone to talk to the most i can do is say i'll pray for you once that odometer meter for negativity has filled up for that day because i can't give you what i don't have i could take it to god just be like god let me pray for sally sue you know you gonna have to take this one or sally sue gonna have to call me back the next day when my old domino uh meter has reset because we only get one life stress and all this extra stuff it will kill you and so i am empowering you today to take care of yourself yes i said it you need to take care of yourself you cannot love somebody else if you don't know how to love you and there's a lot of people that don't know how to love themselves you giving of yourself all the time is not you loving you but you need to as i said before strip naked go look in the mirror you need to discover or rediscover who you are so that you can rise to your full potential I need you to remember that you can't give up now. God didn't bring you this far to leave you stuck, as I stated before. And again, you may feel alone. You might be like, oh, you don't understand, Jay Marie, what I'm going through, this, that, and the other. Okay, once you're done complaining, are you going to keep a victim mentality? We're going to do something about it. This world is vicious. And being a black woman in the United States of America, trust and believe me, I understand. I understand. Not as much as others, but I understand enough to know that there are are certain lines that you don't cross and you have to walk the chalk line you have to code switch you have to have this much more education to measure up to someone else but i can't fault that person people in the past have made it like that so as a race of people humans we need to heal and i'm going to continue to say as humans we need to heal because racism and all these other things and all of these other isms that's out here a lot of them have caused such great division that people no longer know how to love each other and this world is lacking love <clears throat> and love is a light and many people don't know how to love they don't know how to receive love because the trauma response is to be suspicious of someone that's being kind to them because everyone else has disappointed them. So we've got to let that past go so that we can move forward. We need to also, <clears throat> excuse me, we also need to keep in mind that God wants to hear your voice. He, want, he wants to hear your voice and he wants you to hear his voice. But you can't do that if you're always busy. Or you're always doing something for somebody else. 
He can't talk to you. God ain't gonna crack the sky be like, hello, what are you doing? No. It's gonna be like a little whisper. Might talk to you in your dreams. Something. But sometimes you just need to be quiet. You need to meditate. You need to learn how just do. If you don't know how to meditate, just close your eyes and just go. And just breathe. There's an app that I use called the Calm app. And it's very helpful, especially if you're an overthinker, to help you go to sleep. Or to just stop thinking about everything else. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, using little things to be able to help you with your mental health. You know, um, I encourage those that, you know, are struggling with mental health issues. Go talk to a therapist. Go see a psychiatrist. Go see a psychologist. You know, go talk to a pastor. You know, talk to someone that's unbiased. But don't battle these demons by yourself. Because you may not be strong enough to handle them. And I I don't want to see you in the newspaper. Because of suicide. So let's, let's make sure we take our mental health very seriously. And get the help that we need. Remember that elevation sometimes requires separation. And everyone can't go with you. It took every step of this series to get me to this point. I was broken for decades, but I still love people through the brokenness. That was that that illustration of me being a full picture and me giving to everyone else to the point where I was almost empty. Seeing the joy and happiness that my kindness brought others empowered me to fight through my pain. I knew my purpose was greater than my pain. I had to have courage to not let the past stop people growing. I, hmm, that's a tough one. But just to think about it, I had to really have courage to not let the past stop me from reaching my full potential from growing my faith over fear with every step of my life I had to learn that God couldn't love me the way that I needed without forgiving others and it wasn't until I released all of those people that hurt me that I truly experienced the love that I tried to find in others It was always accessible to me, but my pain was an addiction. Those of you that are suffering with addictions, you know what I'm talking about. You can be addicted to pain or addicted to a person, you know, and it's not, it's not a good feeling. I allow others to live rent free in my life and affect every fiber of my very existence. God's love guided me to so many friendships that inspired and empowered me to be the woman that I am today. Before my mother died, she and my father embraced me, and they both told me that they loved me. My mother and father are my first human contact in this world. As a child, the bond was not there, because I didn't live with my mom and dad. 
uh, when I was a when I was a little kid uh, for I'll say a good part of my elementary a little yeah elementary school year however the case was but I had a bond with my grandparents but not with my mom and my dad um but God changed all of that you know whatever the circumstances were that surrounded why I was where I was I was still grateful to be in the loving atmosphere and still you know have my parents a part of my life until they got to a point where you know things were good I'll just say that as a child as I stated before the bond was not there it started to come but it just still wasn't there and as I stated before this isn't a religious podcast but I can only tell you guys from the perspective of my life as far as um, how the seven steps of healing have helped me so you know again I would think that you would want someone that has a real perspective based upon true events that they've overcome than someone that can just you know there are plenty of definitions you can go and look up and you know come up with material yourself but to live these experiences and to survive all I can give you is my authentic self and nothing more and because I know that there's someone out there that needs my help whomever that person may be I'm willing to take off the cloak of my life so that you can make it so that you can be happy so that you can find peace keep in mind even with the bond not being there as a child later on in my life my parents became my best friends my stepmother is my mother too and she was a part of my growth every my I've known my stepmom longer than I know my mom and that's because my mom died when I was in my 20s and my stepmom has known me um all 43 years of my life from the time when I was about six months old and um she's definitely a great woman and uh I'm very very appreciative of her whether you have biological parents or not be kind and act in love I don't care what your circumstances are you don't have any right to have a victim mentality everything happens to everybody that's life look at Jesus Jesus didn't do nothing and man crucified him so what you think gonna happen with you I just need y'all to think about that for a second You will be blessed with spiritual parents and a family. I have one of the biggest families in the United States. I have an endless supply of relatives, but I also have my spiritual family, friends, associations, etc. They are my tribe. We can't go through this life alone. Human contact is important and necessary. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy my alone time, but engaging with others is wonderful too. As long as they are positive and purpose for good, you can't go wrong. 
Remember that nobody is responsible for your happiness but you. So with that being said, you have homework. I want you to write down 20 good things about you and 20 bad things about you. And I need y'all to be honest. Get your piece of paper. Make two columns. Label it. Good things, bad things. And be brutally honest with yourself as if you were looking at someone else and judging them. Looking at yourself in third person. I need you to honestly look at yourself and write down characteristics about yourself that you like or dislike. You can ask others if you like. Once you have made your list, hang it up so that you can see it every day. If you want to elevate to a better version of yourself, start by changing one of your bad traits or characteristics into a good one, one at a time. I'm empowering you to move you out of your way so that you can rise to your greater self. Your bad traits are blocking your full potential. It is easy to point out the flaws of others. But how does it feel to be truly transparent with your life? Would you want to be around you knowing the bad characteristics about yourself? If the answer is no, then you need to intentionally work on you before jumping into a relationship with anyone at this point. You have some toxic toxic traits that need to be addressed spiritually and professionally, but this is a personal journey. Be kind to yourself. If you fall down, remember, it is how you get up that will teach you a lesson for a lifetime. Keep repeating this until you are happy with who you have become. I believe in you. And I know you can heal because you are choosing to do the work. I am so proud of you. You have shown up for everyone else. Now is your turn. Now it's time to love on you and work on you. The reward, I'm enjoying it. It's peace of mind. So come on and get you some. I protect my peace of mind at all costs. I don't care who I have to distance myself from at this point in life. I have cried more than I have smiled. Now that I have experienced true peace of mind, I don't ever want to go back to being broken ever again life may bend me but these seven steps to healing empower me to get back on track i don't know who's listening but please understand that this message is for you god sees you and believes in you and so do i you are now empowered to be the best version of yourself and intentionally live your life as a healed person. I empower you to fight for you, your mental health, and your right to be happy because nobody's responsible for your happiness but you. Stop allowing other people to make you feel guilty because you choose you. Now, I ain't telling you be out here and be nasty, be like, I'm number one, blah, blah, blah. No, we're not doing that. We're taking this from a positive approach because you're learning to love yourself the proper way. Go and get yourself 
mental health. You know, if you got bad breath, your teeth messed up, go get your teeth fixed. Go to the dentist. You know, if you're having hygiene issues, go to the doctor. God has given so many talents to all of these people that's out here that can help you have a better, sustainable life. And you choose not to use them. You know, if you don't have health care, look up herbal remedies. You know, apply for Medicaid if you're in the United States and see if you can get you some. You don't know unless you try. But there is no reason why you and then they have the uh, let me say this. They also have the market. Uh, I think the uh, Affordable Care Act as far as insurance goes. And then you have clinics. Um, that's out here practice a sex you know go to your health department or something if you can't afford condoms and stuff don't just have a bunch of babies out here struggling um but i need you to work on you i need you to work on you i need you to again intentionally live your life as a healed person i empower you to fight for you your mental health and again your right to be happy but I'm going to give you an easy assignment before you get more, more complex with the 20 start with a smile alright I'm smiling let me see your smile come on you can do it I know it's a little hard smile smile there you go see it's not that hard not that hard if you want to laugh go look in the mirror <laughs> it's amazing sometimes I'll just smile look at myself in the mirror and immediately feel happy so I want you to start with a smile each day and practice it if you if you're not used to smiling practice it it'll make a smile is a I, I read somewhere and I don't know who to credit uh, for this this uh, phrase but it says a smile is a curve that sets things straight and I truly believe that because when I smile even when things are rough I feel better I really do because when you're upset and depressed it affects your entire body and we need to focus on being healthy y'all we need to get out here and love each other spread good news reach our full potential but we need to do it from a healed place. And we need to stop getting with broken people just for the sake of we're being lonely. Don't do that. A broken person will break you. You can be a person's friend, but there's no such thing as you fixing up someone that's mentally broken. That's not your place. They need to do the work for themselves. Understand the past can't be changed, but you have a lifetime to write your own story as a healed person. And don't be afraid to tell your story. What what somebody gonna say? Oh, you did that. Guess what? The old you lives at the old address. The new you is at a new address. And nobody stays the same, not even children. They're constantly growing. They're constantly becoming them. And you are constantly becoming you. 
the person you are today is not the person you're going to be 10 years from now. You're going to be wiser. Things are going to happen. And it's going to be up to you or whether or not you allow life circumstances change you for the better or for the worse. All right, guys. That's my time. I will see you again next week for the conclusion of season one and the Mending the Brokenness series. Remember, you have homework. I'm going to talk to you guys about that homework next week. You all have homework. And I want you to make sure you do that because this is a part of the process of healing is ripping the Band-Aid off, ripping the cloak off and looking at you all of you just like I looked at all of me you matter you are enough and it's time for you to rise to your full potential thank you for listening and have a prosperous life